with my uber famous co-host Allie <laughs> Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with fashion designer, a musician, mom, and just all around like extraordinary woman, Nikki Lund. Yes. Hi. Our famous fabulous friend, Nikki Lund. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, love. Thanks three, for having the us. The three Fs. The three Fs, mm-hmm. exactly. Thanks famous, for having us. Fabulous and a friend. <laughs> exactly. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing even better now that I have you girls in my house. <laughs> Yay! I know. It's a, it's a lovely Monday. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Nikki's house is amazing. Nikki's house is gorgeous. It's got such good energy. It's so beautiful. And it's a beautiful day outside today. It's a really nice. Day. But it is. It's a really nice day. It's been a little overcast the last couple of days. Oh, so it's yeah. Nice June to, gloom. Uh-huh, nice to see the sun. <laughs> this is a, a real thing in LA. Like, <laughs> someone is listening in Minnesota. Yeah. And it's... Uh, 700 degrees for once yes. instead of minus 70 and they're like what is June gloom <laughs> it is a real thing like my parents came out last year during June and they were really upset how like gloomy it was and how the sun really wouldn't come out and I was like June gloom is a real thing like hashtag first problems in California the struggle <laughs> no it's true the struggle June gloom the struggle is real um, we tried to tan this past weekend it wasn't happening yeah. it was so cool we looked tan I think that's when the cruise yeah, maybe. maybe. But and we tried. Like, no, we, we tried. All day. I was shivering. I was she literally was. shivering. But I'm always cold. You are. Oh, my she God. Is, all yeah. the time. It's yeah. it's the worst. <laughs> but it's so funny that, like, what you were saying is, you know, that we you do all of these things. So Allie and I were talking about this earlier today. Well, we've sort of talked about it with a lot of our guests, which is we feel like now, as opposed to maybe 10 years ago, You've got to do, whether you're in the public eye or even if you're not, I think no one has one job anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about like how you were just, you know, you're on the phone with your investors before we got on here. Mm -hmm. The constant multitasking. Like Mm -hmm. it is a real struggle Mm -hmm. and a real thing. And Mm -hmm. we were saying like how, you know, amazing you juggle everything and how you do so many things as a mom and an incredible designer. And like successfully, by the way. Yeah, successfully. Like in all, in all aspects, like we would love to hear, you know, I think our podcast listeners love to hear too, like how do you manage those things? And and do you feel like that you constantly are ever changing and there is so much to do? I do. I think that you have to be multitasking all the time and you also have to, um, well, it also depends on, on your art or who you are. I mean, I'm sure that there are professionals that are lawyers and they go to work and that's what they do. And then totally. they, you know, that's their one thing. That, yes. As and artists. the only jobs I feel like that happen. There's like what, four or five jobs are just right. one thing. One thing. Yeah. As, as artists, I think that we, we have to be more diverse mm-hmm. um because you know the music industry like as a as a musician myself the music industry has changed so much and you know record labels have basically become publishing houses where you know you can't it's it's really really difficult to just be an artist that is uh singing songs mm-hmm. not touring you know you have to you have to go on tour I think to make money or be a songwriter Absolutely. or have your hand in the production mm-hmm. and own the master you have to be the record label. You have to be the artist. You have to be the, you know. So that's a huge license. change from how music used to be, right? Yeah. Like, you have to basically do your own merch. I mean, you're, like, right. depending on who you are. But, sure. you know, you have to be your own producer. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to get points on the record. There's so many different things that you have to do nowadays because the world has changed. It's just, you know, the internet makes everything so accessible and free and so there's different ways where you can get mechanical royalties or, or different royalties that you have to do as an artist that I don't think you necessarily had to do before. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you know, there's there's uh, fashion. So mm-hmm. I do fashion as well. And yeah. that's just another um, 
you know, uh, outlet for what I love to do. And also it's an income source. It's Absolutely. a steady income source. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's like Target. Target's now a supermarket. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's totally. like, it's so like you go, yeah. you know, like I, I was in Target the other day. And I'm like, this is like a perfect yeah. parody to like what is happening. It's one-stop shop. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, like, and clothing. And they yeah, have good clothing. clothing. Although I mean, they've they have everything. They have not had a good, I'm sorry, Target. You guys haven't had a good Target. collab. Target. You guys have not had a good collab in a while. I kind of like the Victoria due. Beckham one, but yeah. I didn't no, they are look at, I didn't buy anything. But no, but it's true. And it's funny you said that because I was reading the other day, um, and I forgot which magazine it was, but it said how the average consumer spends $250 minimum at Target in a day. Wow, and I'm crazy. like, it's crazy at the same time. You think about it, you just said it's all multitasking and then there's mm-hmm. everything in one spot. So pharmacy, in, pharmacy, supermarket, supermarket shopping, clothing, baby like clothes, electronics. Right. But yeah. I, I like that though. I mean, this is obviously not like an ad for Target, but no. it's like <laughs> yes, but Target, yeah, like Target, to sponsor you would us. like it. A free <laughs> gift card. <laughs> you would like to sponsor us, Target. Like you have na- things we're too lazy to blog <laughs> about at <laughs> gmail.com. Um I especially like because you know we're all we're all so busy I just want to go to one place I'm with you and do everything and it makes me insane like I have to tell you if I have to go to Trader Joe's and Whole Foods oh me too I'm just like oh yeah Uh this is torture (laughs) and it's not and I'm completely overreacting or like they run out oh the worst is like they don't have the the kale (laughs) or they run out of like one thing right and it's the one thing that I need immediately. And I'm just like, clearly no one understands that I'm on a very tight schedule here. Um, and I don't think it was like that before. I think like we're all just so trying true. We're all like racing do... against the clock now. Yeah. Like I, it's like I said to my intern, I was like, you know, running around today and I'm like, okay, we're going to Nikki's, the podcast, I'm going to do this for meetings. Then we have this email, like. It's like all of a sudden the day is gone. Somehow it's 8 o'clock at night and I didn't get shit I want to get done. Like oh, it's just yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely I think that women are busier than they've ever been and they have, Absolutely. you know, they have more responsibility yeah. than they've Many ever hats. had. <laughs> yeah. I think that more women are, are the breadwinners for the family mm-hmm. and multitasking, you know, even if they're mothers, they're still yeah. working. It's not, you know. How do you feel about, you know, like Thanks to Gloria Steinem, but yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about, you know, obviously you've been, and like Amanda said, an amazing, you know, successful music artist. By the way, congratulations, a single. It's amazing. Oh, thank Love you. Love it. And the video is great. Awesome. I know. And awesome. obviously your new line and everything and being a mom, you know, how do you feel like now going into that whole motherhood? Like, how do you feel like being in all these different areas, like multitasking has gotten for you? You know what I mean? Is it, is it easier because you've figured out already your system? Is it a whole new setup because you have your son? Like, how would you explain, you know, to others that are I, going through multitasking? I think it's probably just a shift in in my routine. It's mm-hmm. like I have to kind of re-compartmentalize my life. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's, it's definitely very difficult. The first month yeah. is like oh my gosh, there's a new life that yeah. like totally depends on me yeah. and is sucking on my tit and, like, <laughs> every second. Like it's very, <laughs> yeah, but you have, there's a lot of be- beautiful things in that where, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you grow as a person and they right. become like your teacher. But at the end of the day, it's also like a lot of mm-hmm. responsibility. So you naturally just start shifting and adjusting and prioritizing your life and recompartmentalizing. Um, the different aspects of of what you do, mm-hmm. and it's good because you do cut out a lot of 
a lot of the fat. Like you, you mm, it's, yeah, you, cool. you don't, Funny. you get rid of a lot of the riffraff that mm-hmm. you didn't, you know, need to hold on to. Yeah, that yeah. you didn't need to hold on to, or you don't, but right. you know, that'll kill you. Well, what <laughs> is, is there anything like specific that you did that's what I was before gonna say. that you no longer do, or things that you used to like? I don't know. Like for me, like I check TMZ first thing in the morning. It's gross, <laughs> but I do. I love. Where I'm just like, I don't need to be doing this. That. No, but I don't need to be doing it. Right. It doesn't really serve me. I mean, I guess. Look, I do need to keep up with right. what's going on, but it doesn't really serve me. Like, what things have you stopped doing since? Well, first of all, how old is your son? He just turned four months. He's okay, so, so you're at the way beginning. So yeah. things have really. So your life has been turned upside down recently. Yeah, yeah completely. So what are you not doing that you used to do or things you would focus on that you just no longer can focus on? Um, I think that it's like, you know, nothing, nothing really big. I still have my, my schedule. It's, it just starts earlier, much earlier than it used to. And it ends earlier than it used to. (laughs) So instead of me going to meet a friend, uh, you know, every night for dinner, um, i no longer really do that. I have to right. schedule in advance to do mm-hmm. that. So right. everything is just about how I schedule. It's mm-hmm. not last minute, like, hey, do you want to meet me or do you want to, yeah. you know, I don't have as much time um, with my girlfriends as I'd like to have. Mm-hmm. Um, no one does. Yeah. <laughs> but Even that's baby, right. no one yeah. does. That's called adult life. Yeah. So. Adulting. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> adulting. But that's so, no, that's so funny because even as someone who does not have a kid, like I've noticed, and I would say it's the past two years, and maybe it's since I've been married because I've been married for a year and a half, but I would say it's maybe since we've been, since I've been engaged out here because my, uh, my husband was living in New York, we were right. long distance now since we're both out here. I just cannot, I can be spontaneous right. sometimes, but my life is so, even as a freelancer who doesn't work nine to five. My life is so scheduled, and if someone is like, "Do you want to do this?" I'm like, and it's like a Tuesday. I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, I do, yeah. but I I can't. Have you always been scheduled like that? Nope, not like this. <laughs> so it's it's only been after you got married. Yeah, or since we started. Well, we were living together when we were engaged, but since he moved out here to be with me. So do um, you feel? Do you have to like? Do you cook dinner? Do you? Oh get yeah. the Dinner. So you. So there's we, more of that responsibility as a partner. Oh yeah, we okay. cook dinner. I was gonna say. Well, my husband also cooks dinner, or sometimes we'll cook different parts of dinner right. together. Like I'm I'll make the salad and he'll make pork chops. <laughs> yeah. He makes the best pork chops. Um, that's what we did last night. Yeah. And I make great salads, not to brag, but. <laughs> But I do. You, um, I made Blue Apron last night. Mm-hmm. I know. I, Blue Apron, can you just sponsor us if this is a joke already? Or I, mean, like, I mean, it makes fun because, like, all the podcasts have, like, Blue Apron, Blue Apron. like, on their sponsor. But, like, I really, I mean, you know, I really yeah. am learning cooking mm-hmm. through Blue Apron. Although I cheated with Solo Fresh the other day. But I'm I'm still, like, dabbling this They're mad at you. They never want to talk to you again. <laughs> but... No, it's, I guess, like, it's cooking dinner. It's also, like, I'm in charge of a lot of the house stuff, which is fine. I I want to be in charge of the house stuff. I don't want my husband to do laundry. Like, he's going to, like, do I really trust him? Oh, I trust him. Dustin does a great job of laundry. I have no complaints. I I don't like it when other people do my laundry. It's very weird. Jeff is like that too. He doesn't like my really. Yeah, he he doesn't like people doing. I, I have you know the maids come and they do the laundry. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm doing my own laundry. 
I don't want them doing. I don't want my housekeeper doing that. There's so some. Funny. There's some people. My mom is like that too. There's uh-huh. just some people that don't. Yeah, want they don't other want other people doing their. Yeah, dirty I don't know. I let Justin offers to do it. Like I came home the night and it was done, and I'm like, "Cool, yay! Yeah, I'll put me, it away. I don't care. <laughs> do my laundry, do my laundry. Every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I exactly. The amount of hours in the day, I'm like, "Oh, I thank you. Care. I appreciate it." Like, yeah. But no, it's a good point though. Like with like multitasking and figuring out your schedule, because even me too. Like I think more me turning like in my 30s, mm-hmm. I've started like adulting more and being like okay, I need to actually set up a schedule and if I'm going to yeah. run my business successfully, I need to make sure that these emails are getting done at this time and I'm scheduling clients for this time. I'm not running to a fitting in at 11 o'clock at night like I used to and things like that. And so I think it's a good point that well, you start to shift your priorities and find different ways to, and that's what I hope too for me down the road when I have a kid to figure out how to multitask and Nikki inspires me to be able to do no, that. No, I mean, no, like we were talking, we were all at, you know, a few weeks ago you were at a barbecue and yeah. it's just, I I think it's so hard to do everything, and you said that you have a lot of family nearby who helps you out. I do, yeah, and that's a that's if you know I've been very very lucky that you know both of the the my son's uh, grandparents are are so available. They're to so help. cute, yeah. Because I mean that, and then you know it's not just about the help, but it's also about trusted help. You know, I mm-hmm. know that they're you know taking good care of him. I don't have to worry about some psychotic nanny, you know, uh, you know, mistreating myself. Oh, wait, you want to hear a crazy story? Oh, no. My nanny had Alzheimer's. Oh, God, and my mom had to, my mom had to fire her. I mean, she was my nanny for, I don't know how long she was my nanny for, but she was like amazing. She was like one of these women who like insisted on wearing a uniform. I kind of remember her. I have this little lion thing she gave me. And I think she was my nanny for a year or two, but then like she would start to forget things. And then my dad had to talk to her sister and they felt so bad. And then she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Wow. That's terrible. I always had like really good, you know, like both of my parents worked and it's really hard to find like, I hear horror stories of, yeah. of child care. Oh, yeah. And I just think any, look, like, you can't, most of us don't have the privilege of being with our children 24 yeah. hours a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, even if you, regardless of your financial situation. And I yeah. just, I think it's really hard to, like, delegate that task. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It's, it's definitely hard, not only because of the trust thing, but also because, you know, there's a guilt factor too when you're a mom. Like, there's this guilt factor of like I'd I, imagine. Yeah, like it's it's you know it's difficult. You don't want them to feel like you're not around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I'm with my son all that. He's usually or he's with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not with him. On his <laughs> I'm running errands with him. No, but you know, he's usually with me. But um, you know, when when I do have him uh, go with the family members it's kind of I feel less guilty mm-hmm. you know because it's like an it's extension of himself mm-hmm. it's family yeah. and I know he's been taken care of and um you know but it is it like you said it's there's it is difficult to to have someone else watching your kid you know oh for sure yeah it's just yeah I feel like every mother must must struggle with that yeah and that's another thing being a mother is a full-time job I mean yeah. you know most people, I bet yeah it <laughs> is I mean I you know I I don't know half the time I, I I have girlfriends who have kids and work and I'm like they work out of their house but I'm like wait you don't have a nanny they don't have a mother-in-law or someone around right, they support. watch the kids I have so much respect for those women I I 
I have my son and I, as much as I can, but there's times where I can't, yeah, you know, if course. I have a fitting or yeah, I course. have to go and yeah. be a professional and put right. on a business suit, mm-hmm. I have to go to a meeting, I have to go to a yeah. writing can't session, whatever. Up with Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, so the women who are able to do that, it's just unbelievable. Like, and mothers that are full-time mothers, mm-hmm. it's it's. It's a lot of work. I know. It's a full-time Amanda time and I job. were talking about that. I was telling her the other day. I was like, I really, now that I'm in my 30s, like, respect. I always respect my mom, but, like, really respect and appreciate everything she gave up and sacrificed for us because she was, you know, a homemaker and a full-time, you yeah. know, mom with my brothers and I. And I'm yeah. like, wow, I don't know how she did it. Like, right. how did you know not go insane? Right. Like, I, right. I mean, I don't know if I could. And it's so funny because, like, I'm going to, I'm aspiring to be like you in the way that, like, you have your career yeah. and that you, you know, you have your son. And I don't know, I don't think I could ever be a full-time stay-at-home mom yeah. that's just not my thing. No, and I, think, I think I need to be busy and, like, doing something. Even if they're with me, I need to be, like, on the go. But at the same time, and, like, I mean, and I told my husband, and my husband and I, you know, discussed this before we were, you know, married, which is that, like, I, I'm not a 9-to-5 person, and I've never really been. And I yeah. can't imagine having a 9-to-5 job or 10-to-6 or what, whatever – and try and trying to be a mom and having that life, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like you're lucky that like if you have an afternoon off, you get to have time with your son mm-hmm. and you get to sort of be there for him and do your own thing. And I think that's in a lot of ways like the dream. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. that sounds amazing mm-hmm. to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, I feel really lucky. I also have him on a schedule, so it's it's that's is that even part of it? You have him on a yeah. schedule and yourself on a schedule. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's, that's a trick. The thing is, it, is that it's. <laughs> It's not as easy as, okay, well, I, you know, if I have something that I have to do, like, mm-hmm. in the morning where mm-hmm. I have to run downtown and run production or do whatever, have a fitting or what, what we're doing right now, we're mm-hmm. doing a podcast, um, I'll have him with one of the grandmas, mm-hmm. but I can't just go, okay, well, now my afternoon is free, I want to go get him and interrupt because he might have his, his nap time, right. he might have his, you know, he has his little schedule, so yeah. everything... Back to your original question. Does he have a little book? Is very scheduled. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. It's so cute. He does. He has um, a little schedule book. He does. It's upstairs. Yeah. I was and totally kidding. That's adorable. No, he okay. has. I mean, it has a dry bar book. No. So I, I, have I'm, I am like a. I'm, that's that's me though. Everyone laughs because I literally that's have a so composition cute, book. Yeah, that I so that's, I can. That's watch. the artist in you. Oh, I appreciate that. So I can watch his little patterns. Oh. And, yeah. So he has his little book and. Usually it goes to grandma's house with him, but I forgot it this morning, <laughs> so she writes on paper. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's important for kids to have a schedule, then, you know, they yeah. feel regimented and they feel, you know, like they're not. Right. And then, like you said, for yourself, then you also have a schedule, and so like you can get things done. And so, to yeah. that note, you know, like we were talking about, obviously, you had your single come out, you know, amazing things about your music. You also have your new essentials line out. You know, could you talk a little bit about that and tell us kind of where that? inspiration came from and how it was to really go through um that design and construction of that line with your son you know being born and again going back to the whole multitasking and being a designer yeah uh the 10 essentials line was basically a system of dressing that I came up with when I was pregnant and Mm -hmm. it was it was because I literally um 
didn't have, I was, I didn't have all the clothes that I wanted and I, my clothes weren't fitting me the same way. I was right. gaining well, weight. Pregnant, I didn't know. Hashtag pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that's <laughs> but, but also you just, at towards, you know, you get tired and yeah. then when you have the baby, forget it. Right. Cause you, you still have your baby weight. Yeah. You only have the clothes that fit you, um, towards the end. You don't want to go buy a bunch of new clothes yeah. because you know that you're going to lose your baby weight. Totally. You know, there, I was in this really weird place in my life fashion wise that I've never been. And it, and the system of dressing was pieces that I literally designed for myself and sewed, and oh, wow. and and That's was amazing. like, okay, this shirt is easy, and I literally there, there's like a little party blouse that you guys. If you go to shop.nikkilund.com. Yes, a little plug. We'll also have all of the links in the the show notes so they can even click directly from iTunes. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, so it's you can wear it forwards and you can wear it backwards. And I went on a business trip and brought that and was wearing my shirt. I was like, gosh, I cannot wear this again. But it, you breed. know, I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's 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 different. And then the sweater, you can wear forwards, you can wear backwards. Yeah, the jeans I have a waist um, that with a drawstring. So you know, Allie and you probably you definitely won't need that. But when you have a baby, <laughs> yeah, you'll realize. No, like, but I would love that. Wow, that's yeah, yeah, that the, yeah, and you can't, you know, the you can't. You can't buy that. Trust right. me. It's oh like, yeah, you feel sure. better. That's not something you know. No, so. it's like I always tell you, confidence is your best accessory. Right? Yeah, that's what I love about your line. Is I feel like and the, the oversized hoodie have brought in that for many women who maybe mm-hmm. don't have that confidence during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to put themselves together. They don't know what to do, and they still yeah. want to feel fabulous. Yeah. And someone like you, who you know is used to like feeling fabulous mm-hmm. and looking great, I think it's amazing that your line you know, and the essentials mm-hmm. came from a whole system of this is how you dress yourself and this is how I'm dressing myself. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. And everything goes together. You don't have to think about it. And right. you could literally take all 10 of those pieces or mm-hmm. five of those pieces and you could, you know, have clothes for a month. Right. And so that was Must for be good me, for traveling as well. It is. And yeah. it's wrinkle-free. Right. Oh, that's That's good. amazing. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's I like mean, a must. <laughs> it has little details like the white Oxford long sleeve has mm-hmm. pockets and it has a tulip back. So it's not just a basic white right. Oxford shirt. It's oversized. It's a little bit more boxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all go together and they mix and match perfectly in anyone's wardrobe. And it's just yeah. you don't have to think about what to wear or how to wear it or if you're going to be covered for, you know, work or a party or right. a barbecue. Or right, because you're multitasking, whatever. you got a lot going on, yeah. especially if you're pregnant, so you don't want to have to think yeah. about that. So it's like literally put together for you yeah. that it's a system that it's like, I already have what I'm wearing. Yeah. I don't need to think about it. Yeah. It's yeah. very cool. And it's, you know, so it's it, it does come in handy for the busy working mm-hmm. mom or even if you're just busy working and you don't want to think about it right. and you you know you're traveling a lot and you don't want to you want packables you don't yeah. want to have traveling style yeah, <laughs> yeah. let me it, ask is it dry clean only or how do you or is it I mean oh, a lot question. of stuff is uh, no it's not Ooh, but yeah that's, it's not oh my god that's, that's, that's all you had to say yeah exactly yeah. so I had to say do you yeah. not need to dry clean yeah, yeah. That's amazing. You can dry clean. Some people prefer mm-hmm. to dry sure. clean, but, but you it's don't not. Have you don't have to. And it hurt it. I yeah. love that because I think that dry cleaning is such like, okay, yes. you know what it, well, no, it's been in the ass in LA because they take forever, yes, but in New do. York, you yeah. literally There's no such thing as turn around like get New it back York, in where you get three it back days. in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't have the on-site plans yes. in New York, but for some reason, they, yeah. if you're like, I really need this tomorrow, yeah. magically, somehow yeah. it's clean. It's ready. Yeah. Here, <laughs> yeah. uh, here, you're waiting a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, true. yeah. And also, you don't want to, you know, the, the wine is, is, that's right, yeah, it's, it's very expensive. expensive. 
and this line is very affordable. It's I always said that. under a hundred. Mm-hmm. I was looking amazing. at the prices. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and the price points are for every woman. Yeah, and so you don't want to spend on dry cleaning if, mm-hmm. if you're paying, you know, $70 right. for a piece of clothing. You don't want to have to dry clean it right. every single time. No, that's great. Yeah, it defeats the purpose. I feel like that's such a good price point because I feel like a lot of – now, like, I'll notice in, like, a lot of private Facebook groups that I'm a part of, people will talk about clothing and work basics, and people will be, like, shop it, and they'll mention – I'm not going to say the stores, but I know those stores, yeah, they have affordable clothing, mm-hmm. but it's not the best quality. Right. And I think that, like – under $70 pants, you know, things that are, you know, that under $100, mm-hmm. that's like the sweet spot because it's affordable, but the quality is good. And that's what it is. That's the sweet spot that makes you feel comfortable. And mm-hmm. you have it for years because, like, here's something else, too. I mean, Allie and I talk about it all the time. You have to get things tailored. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that, that's just a factor. Friend, period. Yeah. I don't want to tailor, and I don't know anyone who wants to tailor something that's, like, $25 to right. throw it out next season. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And, yep. yours and, the fabric, are and you wash it and it falls apart in the washing. Yeah. Like one washing or two washings. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, and because of the way you've done it, it's also yeah. very versatile and it's not so trend based. It's mm-hmm. very, you know, beautiful basics to build your wardrobe that yeah. you can continue to have it and you don't right. have to worry about you're spending this much and now you can't wear it in two months. It yeah. like continues to work. And the, I think details are, the details are unique in designer in, in and of themselves. So it's like they say God or the devil is in the details. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really true with today's clothing. Um, you know, having clothing that has key details. Yeah. You know, it makes up for all the difference and fabric. Really great fabrics. Yeah, I know. I felt some of your stuff. The fabric's yeah. amazing. And I love, by the way, we were talking about Amanda and I, we looked at your um, the YouTube video that shows, like, how you transition yeah. and how it all goes together. I think that's genius because so many people are visual. Yeah. And I think it really shows the Nikki Lund essentials and how yeah. not only are they an essential, but also myself, obviously, being a stylist. And, yeah. You know, I work with you all the time. Yeah. Seeing something like that, I think, is so great to show my clients even for mm-hmm. them to understand the line and understand how it's literally – it's not just – the clothing, and it's not just, oh, this is versatile and these work together. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's like, hey, I've made this so that you can travel and it's easy. I made this so that you can be a mom and, or, you know, be pregnant and feel comfortable and feel confident. Right. You know, mm-hmm. for the busy woman on the go. I mean, yeah. it's for everybody. And right. that's what I love about the essential line. I think right. it's amazing. And it looks yeah. like it flatters a variety of body yes. types Agreed. as well. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Like the little crew neck t-shirt is ribbed. And um, has a little knot in the front, so mm-hmm. it hides lumps and. Yeah, guys, and we're gonna put the link um, in the. Uh, yeah, it'll podcast. be on the show notes and on the blog pages. The actual things we're talking about and be able to shop it. Yeah. Can you tell them again how? Oh, to shop you know what? We line? should do that. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. shop So it's shop dot But don't worry if you're listening and driving. Please don't yeah. have a car accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All so this is gonna be put in the show All this is gonna be in the show notes. Yeah, so you guys can shop. What would be, Nikki, your favorite piece from your, if you have one from your, you know, 10 Essentials collection? Oh, that's so hard because I, I love you have them all? all of them. Okay, that's good. I love the oversized hoodie. Uh-huh. I do. I love Who that doesn't hoodie? love an oversized hoodie? I live hoodie. in that. Truly. And um, I love the dress. It's double layered. Yeah, that's you can so cute. You can wear it forward and it's got a beautiful V-neck. You can wear it backwards and it has a round neck. So it's not, you know, it's a little bit more casual and... Um, I love the blazer. I oh, love the I love the blazer. I love the blazer. I love yeah. a blazer. I, mean, I love, I, 
I love it all. No, that's great. I mean, I, I think really that's do. I think that's really. I love cool. the denim jacket, the little military uh-huh. denim jacket. Yeah, and I think that's like a must-have for mm-hmm. everyone's wardrobe. That's yeah. really cool. And you are still doing custom work. Uh-huh. You're still working with a lot of big celebrities and big stars and everything. Can you tell us about what maybe a new project that's coming that you're working on? We can um, share. I have a couple of them that I'm working on, uh-huh. um, but I'm doing some stuff for Blake Shelton right now. Some Woo! more stuff, which he's I've been so working with him cute. For he looks so good on the Blake he, yeah. shirt. He is so cute. I he think is he's seriously adorable. like the he's, cutest. He is, and he's just like the nicest person. That's amazing. When yeah, I've met him in the past, and he's he's just. I think that's why people like him so yeah. much. Yeah, he's genuinely just. Wonderful, yeah. And a wonderful person. Um, Yeah, and he he looks so good in your shirts. Yeah, and he has a good team of people. His stylist, Trish Townsend, is Mm -hmm. is just awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. She's she's got, like, a great eye, and she's fun to work with. Um, We have have a lot of fun doing his clothes. And then Brad Paisley, Mm -hmm. and... um, I am doing some stuff right now. I'm designing some stuff for Gwen Stefani. Oh my God. That's that's amazing. That's amazing because she has such a distinct style and I feel like she's always been kind of a style icon since, you know, her first album with no doubt. Um, She's amazing. She's, I think she's one of the most beautiful, like uh, her, I, I think she's literally like anti-aging. Like, I've heard that. I don't, I don't that. think she's aging. I think she's going the other way. Like she, Benjamin she has, Buttonig. She literally has the, the, the secret. I mean, not she's not obviously old, but she looks like all the time like she's getting younger. Like No, she, she kind crazy. of looks eternally 24. Yeah, and she her body's just insane. Her skin, like everything. everything. She's hashtag flawless. Yeah. <laughs> she is just, she slays. I love, yeah. I love that's her. That's amazing. Um, Congrats. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's fun that I'm doing some stuff. And then, um, I have a couple other people that, yeah, I'm, I'm working with and you know, it's, yeah. it's a, it's fun. Yeah. What can that's I say? awesome. Yeah. So it's cool though, because you have the whole custom thing going on, which you've been working on for a while. Mm-hmm. And now you've got the actual, you know, everyday people can purchase the yes. online, the essentials, which right. I think is great. And it's, uh, my new website will be done at the end of June. And Ooh. on the website, there's a, a section called style lounge and you can, um, rent, uh, pieces on there that have been worn, whether it's like on the cover of Esquire or oh, that's uh, Cosmopolitan. So, cool. so all of the pieces, I have a, a whole collection library of clothes and I'm building on that. I'm making new custom pieces um, this whole next month. They're going to be up that online. Amazing. That's so amazing. So you can rent them or you can buy them. Incredible. And, Smart. Um, yeah. And it's it depends, really cool. you know, there's stuff that everyone from it's, you know, Britney Spears to Jennifer Lopez to Carrie Underwood to Brad Paisley to who, you know, Blake Shelton, all these um, beautiful clothes. And we'll have the picture of whether it's an editorial in a magazine or it's on a celebrity. Right. So they can see who's worn it, who's worn it, um, what cover it's been on. And then they will, they can either buy them or rent them. And so it's going to become like our own little showroom online so that that's another business that you're doing yeah and it's but it's going to be one off so it's not you can either buy the one piece or you can rent the one piece for Mm -hmm. whatever you want to do so it's going to be fun and it's a whole different side of yeah my creativity I love it yeah and design because it's going to be more couture right stuff there's some really, really beautiful pieces going up there that I was actually surprised. I didn't even know that I had them back there. So I was like, mm-hmm. what? Oh, wow. Yeah. I That's how I feel like trying to come like to pull like clothing from Nikki for styling for different clients. I feel like I'm like in this treasure chest. I'm like, what's this? Ooh, can I try this for this color? Yeah. Like everything's so avant-garde and so like 
cult, and it's just amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to have those pieces up there and showcase yeah. all that stuff. That's and so to cool. see who rents them or who buys them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Who gets into it. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah. But they're all like my children, so they have to be appreciated. <laughs> I feel like I almost have to vet everybody who <laughs> takes them home. That's like, hysterical. What are you going to do with them? I love it. Yeah. You so. know, it's right. true, though. No, if you have a piece of, like, couture or custom-made clothing, mm-hmm. like, you... I don't know. I, I know. I feel like you wanted to go to a good yeah, home. You, you want do. someone to really appreciate enjoy appreciate. it and appreciate it. Yeah. 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 It's true. I have a lot of those pieces I've been through a lot with mm-hmm. and a lot of different um, shows, a, a lot of different yeah. feeling magazines, it. a lot of, yeah. And I feel yeah. like so connected to the piece that it's going to be really fun to see who these pieces go to if, you know. If they do. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure people maybe I'll yeah, decide. Renting. No, but I'm just, maybe I'll decide I'm not selling it. I'll be <laughs> like, I'll be off the website. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, wait, why yeah. can't I shop? Wait, yeah. you said next month. When, when do you do like a launch date? Um, probably around the first week of July. I think that Ooh. is when that's perfect because I think that's when this podcast is coming oh, out. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Might be yeah, the so last time around. Yeah. I think yeah. it might be the last. I don't I don't know the exact dates of the but around, of our, around Yeah. Because I'm just like, you know, it's so funny because like you want things to sort of be perpetual. Like, oh, yes. next week. I'm it's yes. like, well, this is it'll be done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and we want it to be in line also with like your collection so everyone that's listening yeah. can cool. actually go check it out and awesome. you know. Get to shop, and yeah, like yeah, that. and and rent, which is so fun. I think yeah. it's a really that is cool that's idea. really fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, excited. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Ooh. I'll be shopping for sure. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, I have I'm like, happy your like, birthday up. to me because I'm birthday in July. So like, yeah, uh, Justin, uh, not knowing. You're like July twelfth. Yes. Is that Leo? Uh, I'm or, cancer. Or I'm cancer. Border, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, duh. Because <laughs> Jeff is cancer too. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be like, hey, babe, uh, early birthday. Like, exactly. My shoes, I want to make some Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, do you have any other um, I, you know, I, have tips, questions. Questions? Oh. I have questions. I have questions. Oh, okay. What questions? <laughs> One thing, again, I'm going back to your collection because I was looking at it. One thing I noticed about it, and I was sort of surprised in a really good way, is that it looks seasonless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like everyone's like like bringing out the summer clothing, bringing out the spring, bringing Mm -hmm. out the winter, which in LA is a a totally different monster. But, you know, I I was like, you know, I'm like, you could wear this in the summer, you could wear this in the winter. Yeah. Was that intentional? Yes, 100%. Seasonless uh, and effortless definitely was, in my mind, versatile clothing, just anything to make my life easier at that point (laughs) when I was designing it. Um, and you know, it's all about layering. So you can layer the pieces if you, if you know, it's cold or you can take off your jacket if you want to go down to the beach or whatever you want to do. So it's definitely seasonless. Yeah. As I was saying earlier when I was saying it's trendless too. I love that you never have to worry. It's literally essentials and basics, but it's more exciting than like your normal basics and you don't have to yeah, worry about your spending that money. Details. You can use, right. Yeah. Details. You can just keep wearing it mm-hmm. and changing it up and there's a lot of versatility and you know, the front and the back. And I think that's awesome. It's I really know. I think that's great. Cause I have noticed, and I've sort of been personally, at least for me, like I've kind of stepped away from basics in recent years. Right. With the exception of jean shorts, but I don't even know if like jean shorts or California has got its own thing. Yeah. But you know, I've noticed so many basics when I do like sometimes see basics at a store, 
so boring. Yeah. Just yeah. like everything no, looks really are like basic. business <laughs> casual yeah. vomit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, that's why yeah. I always do And I, I think that basic. that's <laughs> great. I mean, basics are become really basic. And I think like you're going to start a trend of bringing back like more interesting. Yeah basics that don't look like they're that aren't basic. the gaps or the <laughs> yeah. 1992 yeah, right totally right. thank you yeah. yeah I think that it's all about the details it's all about the the collar or mm -hmm. the neck or the way the sleeve is you can yeah. always look at something and tell if there's a designer behind it mm -hmm. a designer element agreed I love that. Do you know, I always say it's all that's a details. really interesting. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Even if it's but. a t-shirt or if it's, yeah, I mean, as a designer, I, I personally most of the time can tell if I'm just looking at a black blazer, whether it came from Topshop or it came from Alexander McQueen, yep. you know, and sometimes people can't really tell, which is kind of, kind of cool nowadays yeah. that everyone, you know, fashion is affordable for everyone, but there is an element to that I can you know, definitely tell with the quality of certain things. I agree. And same with styling. I, yeah. Like I look for the details. Yeah. And even if it is something that's a little bit more affordable and, you know, not as expensive, I still right. want it to be, you know, as I always say, cheap and chic, you know, yeah. I want it to look yeah. like it could be expensive and have those details that you notice, even if it's a little zipper or yeah. a little stitching, just something that grabs your eye and just doesn't look generic. Like you were saying, I mean, that just yeah. kind of looks like everything else that's a carbon copy. Yeah. yeah. And I agree. Like the Nikki on Essentials line definitely is, Something totally original, like not basic, look like basics. yeah, any any basic basics, and I, yeah, I think it's so cool. Thank I'm excited you. to see it like all really come out in people's shops this summer. So I feel like you'll get a lot of travelers, you'll get a lot of you know yeah. different people really yeah. checking out, even your fans who yeah. have loved so many custom pieces that maybe they couldn't afford. Now and this now, is so affordable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now they can go ahead and shop and actually own something own like something. from Nikki Lemon, which is yeah. amazing. No, it's true. It's yeah. very. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. And the response has been awesome. So cool. it's been overwhelmingly that's, good. We sold amazing. out two times. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So it's been pretty exciting. Yeah. So we'll New see venture. everybody. But it's like we were going back to with Target, you know, it's like just making people's lives easier is is the main thing. So if you know, if you can do that and that's kind of what the goal is or was with this idea of the ten essentials, um, I think people really appreciate that today yeah you know absolutely I really do well and what I was saying before is you know do you have um any tips or insight you know obviously now from being successful with developing this line and then of course being a mom and having your you know your, your single drop right around the same time your collection <laughs> drop that I mean, sounds everything. exhausting you know, like, I saying. need a nap just That's thinking what I'm about it like do you have any insight you know for those listening and for people that aspire possibly to be someone you know like you and things like that that you think really has helped you get to this level of success that you have. And also um, with all these new things that you're doing, like the essentials line, like you said, was born kind of from you going through your pregnancy and everything. Like, do you have insight or tips for those that are kind of listening? Um, uh, I would just say that um, I guess your question is, is twofold. Mm -hmm. It's definitely um, one from an emotional standpoint, mm -hmm. I would say, to believe in yourself and in your own inner voice, whatever you're going through on your journey, mm -hmm. just know yourself and I love know that. what works for you. And then whatever will manifest in your life, you know, with positive thinking and, um, and you can kind of grow whatever it is that you need for yourself in your life at that time. That's kind of what I, I do. I like on. that. That's really mm -hmm. And then on a different level, the physical side is, is to get a lot of sleep, take care of yourself, drink a lot of water. You know? <laughs> there, there are 
laughing because like I and drink like six bottles of yeah, water. Yeah, no, we literally yeah. were like staring at Amanda because but she just I've only had a quarter of a bottle of water this I, whole time. I think so that those, you know, living, trying as much as you can to have a healthy uh, mindset, you know, on the physical side um, is really affects your emotional side. So, you know, if you're, if you're partying too much or you're drinking too much or you're drugging too much, mm-hmm. you can't focus and you can't you know, be your best self. Yeah. So there's, that's what I would say is life is about balance and, and focus and focusing yeah, focus. on, yeah, <laughs> it's a big one. Focus <laughs> on, on what you want, you know, <laughs> being able to focus on what you want yeah. and going after it, you know? Right. No, I love, I love that. I think that's super inspiring and we're so happy to have you on and thank you for, you know, again, and believe scheduling. me, I've been on all different sides. Of the, <laughs> I've done it all. I've partied way too hard. Yeah, I've totally. chilled out. Well, no, I told you, I feel like in a way, because we become close friends, like you are a mentor to me in a lot of ways with, you know, how you've handled things and things that you have been on the other side on and things that yeah. I've struggled with and have come to you for advice for. And I'm sure I'll be coming to you in the near future for yeah. the whole mom <laughs> I side. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, hey, The whole mom pregnancy side I'll be coming to you for. So, That's but, you know, it's, um, it's very inspirational to get to have you, you know, on our podcast. We're really excited. We feel like our listeners are going to be really excited to not only hear from you, you know, as someone who's a major, you know, celebrity and known name, but also someone who's done so much with their own success. And like Amanda said, has multitasked so much and done so many different things. And I think that's inspirational to like, to all women. I think sometimes it's very hard to relate to people who are celebrities or public figures because they just seem so untouchable and they just don't seem relatable and it's hard to like listen to it's like it's hard to listen to someone who honestly who makes like a billion dollars a year complain about something yeah which isn't to say people with a lot of money don't have problems that's not true or someone who's achieved like just so much crazy success and then they say well I still haven't done you know like I think that like you're really relatable yep and I I think I think that's that's important Thank you. You know, it's so, like, I was talking to Allie about this the other day that there's, I'm not going to say her name, there's a blogger who used to be really, no, I'm not, no, and, like, really good for her, but there's a blogger we we used to both be really into, and she blogs, and she has some other big projects as well, Mm -hmm. and then her life on her blog got too perfect. Yeah, way too And I just filtered too, like... We both got very turned off very quickly. So and a lot of people were the same as well. Why do you think that is? Because I think it goes back to what Amanda was saying. It's not relatable. It's like almost oh, I feel like, relatable. you know, you go back to social media, right? And mm-hmm. how you were saying like you're always multitasking. There's so many yeah. things to do. And it's like you look at, you know, Instagram, for example, and most people like filter the shit out of everything. Okay, myself included. Like I'm, I'm totally I don't even fault. look at that person's like, Instagram, by the way. That's <laughs> too much for me. Like, you know, but like most people want it to look a certain way. But now even myself... I'm trying not to filter as much and I'm trying to be more real about like, well, I am having a shitty day or I am struggling with, you know, this part of my body or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So people feel it is relatable. And I agree with Amanda that with you, I think that people will really feel like they can relate to you in so many different facets of life. And it's not just the fact that like, oh, you're super known and super famous and, you know, Nikki Lund. It's like, no, she's a mom. She's an entrepreneur. She's a hustler. You know, she's learning how to, you know, handle her son. She's learning how to get this new line going, her new song drop, like Mm -hmm. all these things that like, 
you know, people will be like, wait, what? Like, no, she's, you know, she's doing it on her own. And like, yeah, you have help, but it's like all about you and building yourself and the inspiration you're giving to others. Yeah. I mean, like, especially like you said, you created that line out of your own struggle. Yep. And I just think that that makes I think me, that's and powerful. I already like you, but that makes me like you yeah. so much more. <laughs> Because a lot of, it's just people are to this overly perfect, overly curated life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, one, I don't think it's true. And I don't think it's a good way to So do you think it's, when you say you don't think it's true, that's interesting. So you don't, you stop believing that person. Is that what you're saying? Like the blog, for example, the blog you're talking Mm -hmm. about, you just stop believing kind of. I'm like, how could her life be this? And I'm sure her life is wonderful. But I feel like... But everybody has hard times no matter what. Well, it's... Yeah. Okay, I'll give you an example. When I... I say that my blog is for people with imperfect hair and sometimes unmade beds. Right. <laughs> because... And That's I cute. sort of did this as like a reaction to all of these bloggers where everything is just perfect, perfect all the time. And mm-hmm. I stopped... Honestly, I stopped reading blogs and I stopped relating to it because it just wasn't... I'm just like, this is not, one, no one has a perfect life, Mm -hmm. but two, I I can't even aspire to this. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's like, it's like she said, it's almost untouchable. It's unrelatable. That untouchable. Like, what kind of stuff does she have on her blog? Is it like two, like, she, like, uh, strawberry champagne uh, massage and, (laughs) and, and like, like, her house is perfect. Perfect. Her Her baby is perfect. Perfect. Like, her baby, her house, like, her baby, her outfit. Yeah. Her outfits of the day. Yeah. It's not one thing. We'll tell you who it is. Yeah. We are not on the podcast. Yeah. But, it's just, and it's not just about her to single her out. It's there's many people that do even this. her and bad hair is <laughs> better not than my hair. best hair. Oh, so you feel like she will post a picture like bad hair day, but yes, you know but she it's spent not, three hours yes, to get it together. Thank you. Okay, I see. So you're not believing her anymore. Exactly. I, I it's don't. Like you're not. You're not relatable anymore. I feel anymore. like there's a problem to in today's world with that overall and music and fashion and everything oh yeah it's not just blogging no and it's definitely not this one person yeah no no i know but that's a big it's you bring up an interesting point because i think that's a lot of what's what's missing and that's why it's really you know one thing i really love about this podcast that you guys are doing is it was very impromptu in a good way where it's like girls getting together yep. yeah. and having coffee talk. Like I didn't Girl, have, yeah. I, exactly. yeah, but I it didn't have uh, like a whole bullet list of, of right. you know, what I needed to be prepared for or yeah, you know, we wanted what, to be organic. it was organic and it was real. And the conversations we're all having is very real. Mm-hmm. It's not like anything that we prepared for. It's yeah. just girls having, you know, it's an inside look into our world as girls in Hollywood that Absolutely. are, you know, entrepreneurs and successful in our own right. And all of us are doing things and there's an inside view into our world of us sitting in a room in my house yeah. and talking amongst each other. That's so true. True. And I think that that's a really yeah. important point that you bring up because, because it is truth. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of untruth happening. Oh yeah. Um, across the board. Across the board. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really hard to believe a lot of, you know, musicians yeah. and it doesn't have to be some like, you know, um, it's not just auto tune anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And it's some like depressed guy strumming a guitar for me to believe him. I mean, there's a lot of dance music that I believe now I listen to it and I can feel the energy. I can feel the emotion, but it's, 
you know, it's important to have the passion and the truth behind it. And it's interesting. I love that. that. that you, yeah. Yeah. That it's good that you guys have that on this podcast. And I think that's why this is We just working. want it to be fun, you know, like we appreciate but it's you saying that. We want it to be but organic. I, I want to listen. Stop watching yeah. this girl stop listening, stop watching. she went away from what worked in the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a very good that's a very good uh, message for your listeners. Yeah. You know, it's just always stick. And I think that's why Blake mm-hmm. Shelton is so successful. To get, if, just to bring it back. Oh, no, no, no. We love this. We love celebrity gossip. Is, no, I think that's why is he is so true to who he is. Like when we're doing anything with his clothes, Trish is so amazing at keeping his truth of who he really is, not overboard or not anything. You know, we don't make clothes for – Blake that are that we would make for Adam Levine you know right. we're not we don't try to make him look like Justin Bieber like right Blake he stays who, to his brand he is like yeah he is like a classic man with, mm-hmm. yeah it's all about yeah. the detail it doesn't yeah. matter if it's like a little line of leather yeah piping. it's just his thing it, yeah mm-hmm. he never it's, I love that I about him yeah he's not changed it, I mean I don't I don't think so I have yeah. known him forever like yeah. you know mm-hmm. anyone else has but this is what on the outside what I see. And I think that's another thing that, that really translate. It's like people just want the truth. Yeah. Especially the millennials, especially yeah. the millennial yes. generation. Like, like we, there's a lot more of like a quest for who's making your clothes, where are they coming from? How are they being yeah. treated? Um, there's a lot more awareness everywhere. Yeah. I yeah. Think so a lot more awareness for health, a lot more, yeah. you know, a, a quest for, for truth. And I, I'm glad because the world, the world needs that, you know? Right. Well, it's sort of like when we, and, and I think I can speak for you here. I feel like can when, you, when we <laughs> created this show and when we talked about it, I was like, I want to, we want to produce the kind of content that we enjoy. Yes. Ourselves. We want, yeah. Exactly. And we want to listen to, and we're into, and mm-hmm. we both talked about that. And like, yeah, you know, of course we'll take a photo for Instagram together and we want it to look as good as possible. Yeah. yeah. We, like, we face too. Yeah, like, 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 I'm not going to say yeah, that. We're not gonna, but, yeah. but we also don't overly filter. And we also don't take it to the extreme of like, literally it's beyond perfect that you're like, I can't even relate to this person and they're so untouchable and they're almost like not real. And that's where we were going with this podcast. It was like, we want to emulate, you know, that inspiration and have people feel like our struggles and understand like our hashtag first world problems and the things that are relatable to us, hopefully are relatable to others. And then also have guests on and, you know, celebrities and everyone that, you know, give that message as well. And that's why we were so excited to have you on because we feel like everything you're doing and your brand, you've always stayed so true to yourself and you just continue to evolve from that and nothing straight away. And then we just think that's like amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Exactly. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. It, it, How long is this podcast? Because oh. I had another thing that I wanted to bring up, but I don't know how much no, time. No, no, no. no, no we no, have time. Bring yeah, it up. We have okay. Yeah. I had, so to... To just bring yeah. this all back around, yeah. I had a little bit of a texting war with a friend of mine. Oh, Ooh. fun. Maybe. Gotta love those. But they asked me for something that was, I felt a little bit out of, they were out of touch uh-huh. with, like, oh, reality. Now I want to know what this was. <laughs> so, so they were asking me to to basically um, do something that I wasn't really comfortable with. And it wasn't just about the money. They, they wanted me to help them subsidize this whole uh vacation and this whole thing and um we got into the idea of 
you know, she texted me and she said, well, I guess, you know, money does change people. So, you know, I see who you are. And Oh, oh, wow. No, but oh, no, she didn't. Yeah, yeah really. Didn't. That's some shade like a palm tree. But, like, come on. Like but palm tree. I, yeah. I just was like, whoa. She, you know, she just asked me to do something that is ridiculous. Right. I totally It'd not be like your, if yeah. I, if I said to one of you two, um, you know, and, and, and you guys were new moms and you had all mm-hmm. this stuff going right. on and, you know, um, I, you know, I really just need a break and I need a, a, a three week vacation, um, to, uh, France. Um, <laughs> do you think that you can pay my rent for the next two months so that I can go to, I, or pay my mortgage or whatever, oh my God. Okay, something like that, or, or for like, people oh, are crazy. Okay. Just, you know, and then it's like, no, well, I thought that you would help me and I, you know, I need the help and you know, what. And like giving me shit. So, Was this a family member? No. Okay. Because <laughs> family sometimes but, like it's a little bit different. But it was it, no. But it was it. There was a whole misunderstanding of they thought that I was going to do this when I never said I was going to oh. do it. I actually made it clear. So then the comment of money changes people. I guess clearly I didn't understand where that came from because huh? it's not like I came into some fortune all of a sudden or I haven't come into. I didn't understand that, but I was like. Money doesn't, I don't really think that brought up the subject of money changes people. And I just kind of was like, I don't think money changes people. No. I no. think money enhances the characteristics that yes. people and, already have. And if it changes you, it, it's because you allowed it to change you. Yeah. It shouldn't change you. Or you already were that person. Right. Like you, right. like I think it enhances the characteristics of people mm-hmm. and who they truly are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but. I don't think that it definitely changes yeah. people. It's just like, you know, you let's say that there's your neighbor who's really wealthy right. and he uh, wanted to rob somebody. Yeah. Well, he's not going to go rob, you know, who knows, he could mm-hmm. be on a different level of robbing somebody. <laughs> he's not going to go and do it. He's mm-hmm. going to hire whoever yeah. to go do it. But totally. you're still, just because you have money, you still can be a scumbag. All right. And just because you totally. don't have money, you can still, you can still be. Absolutely. Yeah, it just enhances the characteristics, I right. think. But mm-hmm. I was interested what you guys think. Do you guys think money changes people or do you think... That it's funny, we had this conversation with Jamie on our podcast. We, remember? We, yeah, we and we did. talked about how he literally went from like being broke and having like nine thousand dollars for the year to, to like making like a hundred grand. And yeah, like, and look at yeah. Paul Newman, right. he's a perfect right. example of right. someone who went from nothing to yep. something yep. and actually has been one of the number one charitable. Charitable. Yep. He's just a good yep. he, he was, you know, rest in peace, but he was an yeah. amazing charitable man who that was just his characteristics. Sure. You know what I mean? Of giving. If I kind of think if you're a pig, you're always going to be a pig. Or if you're a scumbag, you're always going to be a scumbag. Right. I mean, it's just who you are as a person. If you're I a agree. good person, then mm-hmm. you're always going to be a good person. But I just that that topic to me has been in my mind because of this. Roar of course, because of, of the texting war. Like, and there's nothing that worse doesn't than even a make sense. Like, no. Uh, yeah. Like seriously, I, I don't even like texting people anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I grew up on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I've talked about it. And, like, I went to private school, all girls, 19 girls in my graduating class. <laughs> and, like, there were people with a lot of money. But it was also – and people will argue with me about this. For what that school was, it was extremely diverse. I should say it was, it was pretty diverse. We had people from – on scholarships, different socioeconomic backgrounds, um, you know, and people of different – like, we had a lot – there were Muslim girls there. Um, 
you know, and it's, I think that it's also, it's very weird, you know, like the LA wealth and the showiness is something that I think is very, um, that nouveau riche sort of attitude is just so weird to me. And people who are more like old money, which are like the people that I did grow up with, you know, are way more subtle. Yeah. I mean, even then, like, I see people's, you know, Instagram posts, you know, people who I would say ha- are like, you know, new money people. And I'm like, wow, even if I had that, I don't think I would show it off on Instagram. I would mm-hmm. be very uncomfortable with that. Yes. You know? Um, and I think, you know, I was raised... You know, like that's probably the wind. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no one broke into the house if you if you heard that. <laughs> the windows are open, so it's oh yeah, no worries. There's yeah. a nice cross breeze. <laughs> yeah. But like I, you know, I agree with you, and, and you know, I was raised, you know, in a home where I, I was very fortunate, you know, for most of my life growing up. And my dad always taught us that. My dad always really pushed that on us as kids growing up. Was like, you don't expect things in life; you work for them. And that's even good. that's if, important. Even so if, important. Yeah, like entitled. I right. Think yes. Exactly. Oh and that's my how God. Started. And the like, entitledness you know, of people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Makes and how me, people feel yeah. like they deserve something. Yeah. It's like no, you have to work for it. My dad always taught me that, and I'll never forget. Like when I was younger, and I went shopping with my dad, and I was at the Woodbury Commons. Do you want me to close this? No, 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 it's Amanda's fine. Amanda's always cold. I'm always cold. <laughs> she has <And> goosebumps. <laughs> and we were at the Woodbury Commons, which is like this amazing, one of the biggest outdoor malls back east. Um, it's outlets, but it's like Chanel, yeah, it's like very high end. Yeah. Amanda has been there in the womb, so we feel yeah, like we're yeah, somewhat yeah. connected. We're, we're somewhat connected. <laughs> so, my mom would take yeah, me there. And I used to go there all the time. So my dad and I went shopping, and we went to, I think we were at Dolce & Gabbana or BCBG. I don't remember. It was some higher end store that I was looking at pants that I wanted and I was like, oh, dad, will you get those for me? Because I knew my dad, like, had a good job. And I was old enough to understand, like, that he was making good money. And I was like, oh, dad, I would like those. And my dad was like, well, you know, it's not a special occasion. And, like, you know, that they're very expensive. And why do you want them? And I was like, I love them. They're fashionable, blah, blah, blah. And my dad was like, yeah, you can work for them. And I was like, huh, what? <laughs> and my dad literally that summer put me to work for the first time ever. And I was, like, a secretary at his office. And he made me save the money to go buy them and I ended up not buying them when I was done with the work for the summer because I realized how hard it was to make that much money and have it you know put to the side and then be like here's my money and now it don't have it anymore my dad was trying to teach me the value of the dollar and like he said to me he's like it's not about the fact that you can't shop and enjoy yourself but it is about the fact that you want to understand that money shouldn't change you and yeah. money should bring out the right characteristics in you and he always told us you're fortunate don't ever say you're rich. Don't ever say you're this. You deserve. You're fortunate. You're lucky that life has given you this path and this chance and that you, some of your family has given it to you as well. But it can be taken away from you in a second. And you're fortunate. And I always remind myself of that when I go through my own struggles and things and, or people judge and say something like, oh, you know, the, those Louboutins she wear. And it's like, you don't, you don't know my story. You don't know me. people. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, and I always remind myself like, but I'm fortunate. And I'm not just fortunate because of what I am able to have and what my family has given me, but I'm fortunate because I have amazing friends and family. And I think people lose sight of all of that of when it comes into really important. You know, well, it's here's, like, well, here's something else to think about. And I don't know if it's like this for you, but like, I found a lot of the girls that I grew up with have really accomplished absolute zip. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Um, I can't even begin to tell you 
Do you how, think it's because they've been given too much by the I do. I think that there is no level. So my mom's... They have no incentive. They have no incentive. They're just like, oh, I'll just I, sit here. I should and... explain my perspective. My, my father was first-generation American. And my grandfather was the largest distributor of thread in the U.S. at one point, um, which sounds because there there was a garment industry here at one point. Um, and my mom's father died when she was eight, and she grew up very poor, single mother, her and her sister. And my mom always worked, and you know what? I always worked. Like I always worked as a teenager. I always had jobs. Yes, I always job. babysat. I worked in offices. And you know what? It's made me like a scrappy person. I work, I mean, I was working until two in the morning. And I mean, there are some girls I went to school with who are doing things. Right. And then there are some where I'm just like, I don't know why your parents spent a million dollars on your education, but you've clearly, and you, you've just accomplished very, very little. And yet there's a girl who was in our class. She was the only African-American girl. Um, and project she grew up in the projects and came to school with all of these rich girls I have no idea how she did it it must have been such a challenge for her she was on a scholarship and she has a master's degree which is a whole lot more than I can say for so many people that I know and I think and she's I think she's a social worker and I just think that I'm so amazed by that and I'm impressed by that I'm not impressed by these girls who frankly got like, I mean, they look, they graduated from college, they got a bachelor's degree, um, and then had like, really like, not that great jobs. I mean, they, did, they didn't really need to work, and got married, and are just like full-time moms, with multiple nannies, by the way. And look, if good for them, like I think if that's what you want to do, but I don't relate to that. And I think that at least for me, I, I think that not doing anything else, not having your own success, I, I don't know. I don't think that's like a way to live. And I know that sounds, sounds judgy. And look, like my sister, I mean, I should say this though, but my sister has three kids and doesn't work, but she was an audiologist before and had a master's degree. But there's something about these girls who are essentially real, real housewives where I'm just sort of, Good for them, but it doesn't interest me. It's not what you would want to do. It's not what I would want to do, and I think I'm a better person for being, I mean, yeah, maybe this is judgy, but, like, I think I'm a better person for ha for having a mom who was, like, you need to, you know, parents who made me work, made me do things. Yeah. And, frankly, like, I haven't had, I've been very, very, very fortunate but in many ways, I've had a lot of struggles and, you know, not everything was handed to me. And I think that that's, and I used to sort of like resent that a little bit. And I'm sure, and I get the vibe that you were in a similar situation where not everything was handed to you, where you worked for it. And some people just don't want to work for it. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, they people, don't want to work for it. Yeah. And I think, I think that there is, there is two different conversations and I think it's important because I think probably listeners that you have that are full-time housewives that stay at home might take offense to what you just said. So I know, I, I might. Wanna, but I don't <laughs> think that, no, but I don't think that you meant it that way. I think that probably what you're saying, which I agree with, is there is that person that makes an excuse. Yes, agreed. And, yeah. they, and they, they don't 
want to work so they just are like, I'm just going to be a housewife and, and sit. And Pretty much. Yeah. The women who are, who do, and I have a lot of girlfriends that are housewives that don't work and they're a mate full, they don't work a job, but they work as mothers. And oh, no, no, no. And my, my sister is like, no, totally. Job. But then you have the ones, like you said, that have mm-hmm. 12 nannies and they don't work. Oh, yeah. And, and they literally like, just sit there. Yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, it must be nice, darling. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just something. No. And there's nothing wrong with being a full-time mom. I mean, childcare is, I mean, look, like, I don't I'm have a ticket. the women that have 12 nannies. 12 nannies don't it, do anything. Spend, you know, peel me a grape, sit around, yeah. and, and they're, they're given. But, you know, I mean... I personally would. I personally would be bored with that kind of. Oh yeah. If I if I wasn't being a full time mom and yeah. I didn't have my job. No, I'm with you. And I, I need to be moving and like multitasking. Had twelve nannies and sat around. I would personally be pretty Me too. bored Me because too. that's not living. You know, you want to be in interacting with your child, or you want to be at work interacting with your clients. Yep. Or, you know, that's you want to be. Constantly us. creating. That's us. Constantly yeah. creating. Yeah. Otherwise, totally. I feel like you would get really, really bored. No, I always joke. Yeah. Boredom is like, the devil's playground. Yeah, sorry, exactly. I agree with you. And and it's funny you said that because I've always joked with Justin. You know, I'm like, babe, down the road, like many, many years down the road, like I don't care if I'm 78 years old, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to be working on something. Even if I'm not styling yeah. them, like I'll be doing something so that I'm not just sitting around. Like, and it's I repeat. Your, how you're how your father yep. raised you, how mm-hmm. your mother raised mm-hmm. you, like you guys were raised to go to work, to appreciate life, to appreciate, yeah. have an attitude of gratitude. Yep. You know, I love that. And it's true. You have hashtag. to. And mm-hmm. yeah, hashtag, but yeah. there's so much in life. Like honestly, boredom to me is there's no excuse. Well, I completely You know what it is? Completely. Okay. No wait, wait, wait. There's too many I, beautiful things in life. Yep. I agree. But you know what it is? It's a lack of I think a lot of millennials are like this. And I think a lot oh, of... Oh, they are. <laughs> there's a lack of ambition to do anything. anything. Yeah. Not like... And I'm not... Again, like, if you are a full-time mom, there's nothing wrong with that. And, like, there are these women who are super moms. Yeah. yeah. But there are these women who are really just, like, lack of just any sort of direction, lack of any sort of ambition. And I just... It kind of... I, I just don't personally re- relate to it. I don't either. That's a bad taste in my mouth, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's, I, like I, I get it to each his own, and yeah. it's not to really throw shade. It's just, I agree with Amanda, like, and, and you, Nikki, it's just, it's not for me. I, I need to be constantly creative. I need to be multitasking, and maybe I make myself, yeah, and maybe I make myself insane, but I, I'd rather be insane and busy than, like you said, just be bored. Mm-hmm. Like, personally, that just doesn't work with me. Mm-hmm. No, boredom is, there's, life is too amazing. Yeah. It's like an insult to, Agreed. to the universe. You're like you're not enjoying yourself. There's no well, full I potential. Well, you're not living your purpose. Right. Like you're so actually like neglecting yourself of, of like your freedom as like a human spirit. Like you're not giving the world anything. You're, you're, you're actually working against yourself when you're bored. I right. Know that sounds no, like, I get you. I don't even understand. I can't. Someone like posted on Facebook the other day. It's like you're dragging your heels at your own destiny. Yeah. Like, no, I, I won't do it. You're too afraid, or you're too what? I don't know. But you're just yeah. Maybe you're afraid. Is, yeah. Is like actually going against your purpose. Right. I I can't even understand how someone could be bored. There is so much to I do know, in the world. Seriously. I know. I know. That's why when I hear. People say that I'm like someone said that to me the other day. I was like, "Girl, 
you need to stop. Like, I do not want to hear that you're bored. Right. Friend. Yeah. Uh, she was telling me that, and I was like... You're she, like, I can't even deal right now. I know, and she's just like, I know, but I just... I was like, what do you really want to do? What do you want to be doing? What is your... And she had all these things that she wanted to be doing. When we got to the bottom of it, it was almost like she was too afraid. To right. Go. A lot of people are afraid. Yeah. A lot of women are afraid to also be, I think, entrepreneurs and, and push themselves out of that box, yeah. you know? And we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think, look, there are a lot of things that I do that I'm personally afraid to do yeah, all the time. And whenever I'm afraid to do something, and this has actually been like a personal thing that I've been doing, I would say in the past few months, I'm like, nope, got to do it. I'm afraid to ask this person to be on the show. I'm afraid right. to write this email. I'm, fr- I'm oh, just like, no, no, I just got to do it. Start a podcast. Like, we I was trying to figure it out. I was really nervous about yeah. starting. I had like been thinking about starting one. Yeah, we've been talking, and you've been talking to me personally for about almost a year now. I'm like, we should do a podcast. Yeah, and then you know, you finally get it. You finally get it together. Yeah. But I just think like we're kind of in this golden age where like you can create your own projects and have them known. Like if you want to make a short film you can make a short film with your phone yes yeah, yeah you can you can do and it's you can put cool. it on youtube and mm-hmm. you can put it on like everyone there is an outlet for everyone now mm-hmm. right there is and there's so much more room for opportunities if you're willing to actually work for it and seize it yeah that's you know? true if you're willing to work yeah for it. if you're yeah, willing to work for it and that goes back to again with like money it's like if you're willing to work for it yeah. you know it's like for most people you're not just handed that you know, million dollars. Like, you have to actually work for it and work for that life you want. And that's what I always tell myself. I'm like, I'm working for the life I want. It's yeah. not It's not going to happen today, but it's going to happen. Yeah, and you'll when when you have it, mm-hmm. you'll have such more of an appreciation yep. yeah. for mm-hmm. this life that you have. It's that much more rich and full. Absolutely. Because you've, you've worked for yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, and I think that's what my dad, I never used to understand when he would use the word fortunate. Because I'd be like, well, dad, like, when I was growing up, which was like so naive and kind of like rude of me, but I was a kid, but I'd be like, well, I guess we're kind of rich. I mean, I'd be like, no, you're fortunate. Yeah. And I never understood like why that word had such power, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, I get it. It's like, it, it, it's more than just money. It's like a real thing and like where you are in life and yeah. you know. And so you have your health. Right. Yeah, right. that's a whole other thing, too. Yeah. You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have right. your health... Which is so... Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, just that makes me so sad. Yeah. Um, there was someone that I went to college with, and her daughter is seriously... She has cerebral palsy, and she has epilepsy, I believe. She has seizures. I don't know if it's tech, technically epilepsy, but probably close enough. And whenever I see her talk about this on Facebook, it literally puts everything in perspective for me. Yes, it's so, so... So where sad. I'm just like, whatever I'm going through, and I'm just like, no, that's that's worse. And I try to think about them and sort of send them good vibes every day because I just feel I'm like, oh, the girl that she's just has the cutest daughter, and there was like they're in the hospital and she's just like smiling through like being in the hospital, and I'm like, I can't complain about the traffic. Yeah, yeah I can, but yeah. you know, I it, it really yeah, it does. You can't by your way into hell. I mean, to a certain extent, you can have the best treatments, you can have insurance, you can have access to better medicine, but at the end of the day, if it's something you you can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nobody's immune to being something happening and yeah. being no. unhealthy all of a sudden. And right, there's no just, guarantees. Yeah, there's no guarantees, yeah. but we are all very fortunate, you know, to be sitting here and to be healthy, thank God. And yeah. You know, to be doing what we love in the country that, you know, we live in mm-hmm. and 
So there's a lot to feel fortunate about. Yeah, and, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And I think, again, it goes back to, you know, to kind of bring this all together, like how we were saying, like how you are so relatable and how people really do attract you. And I think that is because of all of what you've said and what makes you who you are and who the Nikki Lund brand is. Right. And I think that's, you know, a big part of why people turn on I, and turn off and listen and don't listen. And, I agree. You know, well, you know what is something else, too, is, like, women, I think there is this, huge thing with like women who don't want to help other women and that really and I'm, I'm sure in the music industry it is rampant oh yeah I mean every industry I think I think there is a lot of women though that do that do want to help mm-hmm. which I've seen I, I definitely know there are a few that don't and I you know I don't really um hang out with those kinds of women Yes. Now I surround myself with women that uplift me and inspire me, and um, hopefully I can uplift and inspire the women. But I do think it's important to, to as a woman, to be a mentor and to um, help pave the way for younger artists or younger businesswomen. I know a lot of entrepreneurs in my life or people that have mentored me have made such a big difference. You know, Lauren uh, Christie, who's a songwriter, she's like an amazing inspiration to me in the music industry and she's just she's been unbelievable lisa uh g and Teresa Cafino at extra tv have been like um you know mentors like amazing mentors there's just there's a, you know mindy grossman who um is now the ceo of weight watchers and she was the ceo of hsn she's in a lot of ways been a mentor and amazing to me and these women that kind of open up their door and and help mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and talk to you or it could it could be like one conversation, yeah. but and it's and it totally it's every, it changes everything. everything. I mean, that's kind of how we became friends. Yeah, like, I went deeper one thing for advice, and then we talked, yeah. and like end up spending time together. But yeah. it's like you know, it's, it's true. It goes, I mean, even with you and I, no, I know. With brands no, no, no. But like Allie, you especially like have been an ama- have like helped me so much, mm-hmm. and have been an incredible like anything I need. You know, you are there for me. And I, like, I was even saying that to my mom that I was, like, I'm, I'm like, I, I can't even, like, tell you what a good friend Allie is and how much she does yeah, for other women. <laughs> but but it's, no, but it's it's the truth, though. And it's, like, I, I think that there's something. I really think it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you put out goodness, yeah, totally like, it does come back. You'll you'll receive it back. Oh, I oh totally completely agree with and that. tenfold. I completely agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think that's so true, and it's important to have, um, especially in our business. It's so small. Oh yeah, I'm you know, small. Oh yeah, smaller. Like we've talked little, about that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a little family. Yeah. So you, everyone has to essentially rely on each other. And yeah. I think that's an important point that you you bring is like what you put out. I think will come back to you at the end of the day and help you when you need the help. Yeah. You know, life is kind of like equanimity. We'll all be each other at one point or another right. in life. And Absolutely. So there's a huge um, blessing also of compassion that comes along with that because you realize that you could be this person at any point. Like I, I could be myself 15 years ago. You know, if some girl, young girl comes to me now, I could be, you know, in the position of Lisa or I could be in the position of, whoever, you know, that I went to. So it's, you know, in life there is this sense of equanimity that's a really beautiful thing. And you can, if you don't help or you don't, you're not open to that, you can cut yourself off from that well, amazing uh, absolutely. Not, awareness not only, of what you could get back. 
not only that, I've seen women who just intentionally bring other women down. Oh, yeah, and that's something I, I don't understand, which is like, well, that's not helping you. Yeah. And there's this, and I think there's like it's a not serving huge, you and it's not serving them. And yeah. I think there is a huge problem and yeah. that people cannot just like dislike something like or disagree oh, they with like something have to tear and you leave down. it alone. Like yeah. I read lots of things every single day. I disagree with multiple things that I read, whether it's people's Facebook updates or articles or any, and I'm just like, I don't agree with this. Okay, moving on. Yep. And there is this lack of ability that I think that people have to just, and maybe it's like, you know, cutting out the BS when like you have a kid or when you start to have a family or when yeah. you're, you know, with someone where I'm just like, I, I don't have patience for this. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I agree. And there's no reason and there's to no tear reason down to that it. point. It's like everyone can, you know, agree to disagree whenever you're not going to agree on everything. You don't even but agree people, with everything with your friends. People, people go, can't. Right, people can't. And and we've talked about this again on social media. It's like everyone has to like troll on you. Like I was saying to Amanda last week, you know, like I went through my whole cool sculpting thing and people like oh. really came at me and I was just like, like what? Why, like, why, why, why does like, it matter? Why? Right. Because they just didn't understand like why I would do it. And I'm, I, you know, I'm small and I'm not overweight and judging me on doing it. And I'm like, I finally did a post last week and really wrote like a long oh my saga God, it on was my Instagram. Really and I, <laughs> but it was like, and I don't usually do that, but it was like, I felt like I needed to because it was like, Hey, listen, everyone that like my followers, fans, people that don't like me, like me, you know, wh- why are you criticizing? Like, And I said in the post, like, this has been an issue for me, my own inner struggle of, like, my lower tummy has always bothered me. It's more of a genetic thing. Even though I work out, like, right. Like, even though I work out, I can't get rid of it. Like, it, and I was given this opportunity to be able to do this, and I chose to do it. And, like, why is it that people are coming at me saying, like, that's, you know, dumb or that's so weird or, you know, that's messed up to do to yourself. And I'm like, but why does it impact you? It impacts me right but this is what I'm talking about what I meant to Amanda's point of like people can't just disagree it's like they've got to bring you down and and they have to like troll on your social to make you feel bad about or try to make you feel bad about your decision luckily I have a strong enough circle around me and good women and good friends I was like that's awesome that you're doing I was like yeah exactly I was like empowered and I was like it's fine but like it was very interesting to see the feedback of people and then once I did that post, I said, Amanda, it was also interesting to see the continuous feedback that some people still continue to hate on it. And then others were like, oh, well then I guess like, it was like all of a sudden like the light bulb went off of like some people understood why I was saying it. And so I find it very interesting again with this whole social media thing that like people feel like they can just be outspoken and say whatever they want whenever they want. And they don't feel like they should be as It's supportive. not okay. It's not. No. It's it's not okay. And it's even like, okay, just I just want to call back to when I was talking about that blogger. Oh, yeah. Now, sure. if I was trying to troll this person oh, yeah, or you bring her like, down, yeah, totally. I would say this person's name. Yeah, and you would continue to say bad things. And I would and continue we to say bad and things. We're just saying feedback that I'm we just don't saying, feel is relatable. And that's the thing. It's okay to not like someone or not like something. We all have our opinions and preferences. But to just sit there and troll people and bash people, it's just like, I don't see, I don't know, maybe it's really just like self-centered to say, to say but like if I did that, like online, I don't know if that doesn't serve yep. me. Yeah. Completely. One thing to feel a certain way, yeah. another thing to voice it and, and embarrass somebody or bring them down, um, you know, you don't, that's part of what our, our parents hopefully taught us as children, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And it's kind of like, I don't think a lot of people have boundaries. Um, No, no, they don't. You know, they feel like it's okay because 
they can access your page, that they can just say whatever they want to you and that you don't have feelings and everyone has feelings. And I think it's important for people to not be bullies, um, whether it's in the workplace or it's online. You know, bullying yep. is rampant and it's dangerous and it's hurtful. And it doesn't matter whether you're a beautiful, young, uh, successful woman like Allie or you're a, uh, you know, Someone child struggling. that's eight years yeah. old or yeah. Yeah. a teenager that, you know, has has perfect skin or has pimples on their face. It doesn't matter what it is. Everyone has had their own struggles. And it's just because, you know, maybe people look at Allie and go, oh, she's beautiful and she's got this amazing life. It's I can, she's skinny. I can say whatever I want. That's not true. You know, right. It, it still hits. It's it still equally, hurts. <laughs> it's and it, because nobody knows what anyone has dealt with. There's always right. that paradigm shift. Yes. Exactly. That if you get to know a person or a situation, you know, essentially it becomes everybody real. <laughs> has their own yeah. feelings and their own insecurities, no matter what we see that there's always something going on. And it's like everyone, you know, I think that's just something that, people are not aware of today there's such like no one has boundaries because they feel like they know you because they're on your social media yeah and yeah it's they do feel like they know you because they're following you and they're going through everything and you see like a very specific version of someone's life but like there's and even on the podcast like I talk about a lot like Things were too lazy to blog about. Things like I've never discussed yeah. on my blog. Yeah, we haven't before. put out there exactly. But there's so much that like you know happens that I I just you know things that I don't talk about publicly. Um, and I think that a lot of times people people forget that. Yeah. Yep. And I I think it's important. And then what brings back your fashion line like your struggle when you were pregnant and you're like, okay, I'm going to take this body struggle that I'm having, that things don't fit right, that my body is changing, and I'm going to turn it into something that can help lots of women yeah. and make it really accessible. Right. And I just I just think that's awesome. I think that, you know, people are like, maybe it's just a clothing line. But no, like everyone wants to feel good. No matter yep. who you are or where you Absolutely. are in your life, we all want to feel good. And yeah. I think that if we can all help other people to feel good, then, like, I think we're doing our jobs as human beings. I agree. Completely. And like Nikki said, you're serving your purpose. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think you are. You have to. That's kind of what, you know, and especially in our industry, fashion and what we're doing and Mm -hmm. you guys doing your your writing and, you know, everything that that you you do is, is to bring out something better in society or make people laugh or make people feel better dressing or make people look at a different side of, you know, that's what we do as artists. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that what that you know, look, we're artists, so yep. people are not always gonna appreciate what we write or what we say what we or say. what we design mm-hmm. or what we sing, and they're not. And that's so. And that's okay. that's okay. Yep. But what's not okay is for people to um, bully and agree. And it yeah. doesn't help them. It doesn't oh, no, it serve doesn't. them. And that's mm-hmm. what I find the most disturbing thing. And again, yeah, I, I, I always like to sound so, so self-centered. But I'm like. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and say bad, like, troll someone because even if I really disagree with them because, like, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And I'm just trying to always push myself. And we should all be trying to push ourselves to be in a better place. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Always. I think so. I definitely, and it doesn't matter if you're a size 2 or you're a size yeah, 12. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, you shouldn't be bullied for trying to be a better person if you're a size 2. And right. you're not, you know. Yeah, whatever's like, your yeah. comfort that level, say, that's does yours. Does that just say that because someone's thin, they right. shouldn't be working out and they should right. be ashamed? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying there. I was like, sculpting. so because I'm, like, smaller, I can't do something that makes yeah. me feel good about it just my body. It's, it's equally as mean right. on all different levels, yeah. I, you know, and I think that that's, that's a real problem problem with online and I always have this problem when I think about my son growing up I'm like of course uh, you know my nephew came home and he was hit in the nose at school oh, someone punched him and he what's had a black wrong and blue. with kids and my brother called the kid's uh, uh, father and the, the kid's father was basically just like that's not my problem and what? my son obviously you know it wasn't even like he was like let's meet and talk about this right. or let's try to make them friends or like resolve Resolve it or try to figure out what happened. And then my brother was like, wow, I understand why your son is, is he's obviously angry. And he's like, I guess then, you know, I'll just have to talk to the principal about this. But I, I was like, God, you know what? God forbid, but it's part of the world when my son is at some point bullied, you know, what do you, what do you do? How do you, how do you deal with that? Like, I don't even want him to be online. Allie and I were talking about this. Like, when she has kids, or we were. I was my like, son, like, not gonna be what online. are we going to do? Like, not just have don't online. get online no. because of this type of situation. It's a very, it's a different I'll world. be monitoring their account. I'll be thinking no, I mean, they're having the extra account. Yeah. I'll just make them. <laughs> there's like, oh, and there's okay. like what's it called? Like, I think it's called Net Nanny or something. Uh-huh. There, there are things to do that. And yeah, I, I think that's important. But it does, it's so reflective of just like, where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we joke around about, like, the person that's living in their parents' basement and they're <laughs> yeah. 40 yeah. who's writing mean things. Yeah, who's but, commenting like, and trolling. They're, they're doing that because, obviously, like, there's something wrong within themselves. Yes. And and that's the end for At the same time, I, I still hate it when or people it are mean. Be, it's the or worst. it could be somebody who's sitting in a mansion on the yeah. hill that's 25 and yep. has their own place. Yep. I know both sides, yep. you know? I mm-hmm. mean, it's crazy how this world is, is, and that's what it comes back to, is all of us have our problems. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's immune to No, and nobody's perfect. Just because something maybe looks perfect, be, it's not. Yeah, people, yeah. you know, and, and I know that this is like us pulling out the smallest violin in the world, but, you know, it's like at the end of the day, we all know this, but yet we still yeah. do it. And totally. I guess it's just a part of a part of our 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 society now, mm-hmm. you know, because of the, because of social, there's no boundaries. There's Everybody not, everybody feels like they yeah. know yes, people. They do. And, and just because they, they know what they see on yep. these posts doesn't mean that they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for everyone to remember. Yeah. And you know, I, I was the ambassador for self, a self-esteem ambassador for Buddha bullying and would go to schools and speak to children about oh, bullying. Wow. And, and when you get into the school and you're sitting in, the you know the um hall with all these kids and you realize like what each kid is talking about yeah you know it brings such a different perspective and there was one time I was we were talking and this little girl got up and she was saying something like well I've been really bullied and you know whatever and people around her in her class were like wow you feel like you've been bullied and She's this beautiful young girl. She started crying, and she's like, you guys Aww. don't realize how much you hurt me because you make fun of my ears because her ears were Aww. forward, and she's a beautiful young girl. And so after that, we checked in, and it had totally changed her social life. Oh, being, 
giving the environment to feel safe to talk about what was going on with her. Right. And, you know, the people who had said things about her ears were lucky that we were there because we helped them apologize, you mm-hmm. know, to her, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, you know, we were kind of a good barrier for that. But, you know, that's a very unique situation that doesn't always happen. And kids, yeah. unfortunately, take their own lives all the time because of this. And not only children, but people in the workplace who maybe are, you know, bullied because of their sexual preference or because yeah. of, you know, when whatever. You look or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and it leads people to you know, to kill themselves. And, mm-hmm. um, I know recently someone who did that was a very successful businessman and he, he was at the top of his game, but he decided to come out. And even in this day and age, yep. gay, oh, and, yeah. and his family turned on him and a lot mm-hmm. of his guy friends that were like, his wrong business people. guys. Yep. And he, he killed himself. And Horrible. I'm so sorry. It's just like, you know, you, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, Are you know, spoken at length about suicide. Yeah. You know, this whole conversation just opens up a big can of worms, but I have a real, I have a real problem with people that are, you know, that, that are, mean yeah trolling and mean yeah i mean just in general mean yeah absolutely. you know you don't have to be mean it's yeah. like mean being mean is, is it takes work to be mean yeah it, it really does. does it's so much easier <laughs> to just be kind yeah and and realize that we're all yeah we're know, all working through something working we're all doing through our something thing and working and, together and mm-hmm. it's like you said if you can uplift other women yep then you know it'll all just come back it's just good energy good karma and yeah it's better for your children. It's better for your children's children. You have better, better for plan. you yeah. to have that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, absolutely. And, and I was saying this to, to, to Allie yesterday. I think that um, there is a very big lack of parental responsibility for anything. Yeah. Like that kid that punched the other kid in the face. I don't think that that's the kid's fault. He's a child. You yeah. know whose fault yes, that is? Exactly. His crappy parents. Yeah. And he was six years old, and it's like, he's wait not, a minute, his dad was just like, whatever. Yeah. And a six-year-old doesn't know how to manage their emotions yeah. unless they have a parent that's helping guide them that way. And I think that we don't hold the right people responsible. Yeah, and accountable. Yep. And accountable for their kids' actions. And it, it really, at a certain point, you can't help it. But if a six-year-old is, you know, behaving that way, there is something with the parents. Yeah, there is something with the parents. I agree. And yeah. that's and I think like that's a really big problem. And I feel like if you don't want to be, if you can't be a responsible parent or you can't try to be a responsible parent, because parents make mistakes all the time. Oh, I'm sure you'll make mistakes. make mistakes. I'm, I'm sure I'll screw yeah. up my kids in the, tons of ways. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just but, how, how much you screw them up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta like, be, what's the barometer? Yeah, how much totally. do you want to screw totally. them up? And I just think that there's a total lack of responsibility with that and it it really and I would say like and then we'll wrap up in a minute but like I think that this lack of any people like taking responsibility for them things or taking ownership of their lives of their emotions of their decisions it's it's really it's really unfortunate Mm -hmm. there's no accountability there's there's no and again I hate to keep harping on social but like it's part of because social media because like you said there's no boundaries you can just step right into their you know their world because you can comment on a post or you can say something online there's no longer you don't have to be right in front of you to say oh I don't think you're pretty it's like I can put it right there on a comment and you're gonna read it 
So it's it's that whole lack of you know accountability on the parents' end. It's also on, on the individual's end who's choosing to write something and put something out there that they shouldn't be. And you know, I think that it's um, really important for people to understand that like you know words do hurt, and it's not just about the bullying and in person anymore. Like you were saying with the kid, with the parent, like yeah, he should have handled that differently. But it also goes back to social and everything else you're seeing online. People are just choosing to say what they need to say, like about your horrible friend decided to take his life because he couldn't take it, Ugh, you know? And, that's just um, so sickening. And it, it's so sad, you know? It's, and it's really like, sad. It's, it's, um, it's, it's especially to status. Yeah. yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, it's such a, a, a shame and such yeah. a loss of a beautiful, beautiful person that yeah. had so much to offer mm-hmm. and people just tore him down yeah. and it, it's just because they couldn't handle something of their own yeah or mm-hmm. they're just who knows yeah Maybe they're not open-minded we, we were or, at yeah. pride yesterday oh we, yeah we, we had a whole oh, yeah. lot yeah. of fun at yeah, pride, yesterday. So much fun yeah, pride yesterday uh, yeah. i yeah i felt so privileged actually because i had never yeah, gone yeah she had never i gone. felt i'd never gone i felt so privileged to just even go to to sir and party and celebrate Pride with people, yeah. even though that's not technically my holiday. Um, <laughs> we celebrated it. I them. felt yeah. just like so privileged to be an ally and so privileged to know these to know these people. And I gotta say, uh, Pride celebration way more fun than most gay <laughs> bars. Way more yeah, fun, yeah. like just and you so could much like, more like, fun. Everyone emulated happiness. Like not oh, one person yeah. in there was unhappy. Everybody was happy. Everybody was enjoying themselves. Ev- Everybody was supporting each other, inspiring. Everyone each other. had it a smile like, on their face, it was, except it for Jack Taylor. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a little bit of gossip. Too. No, I'm I'm but, teasing. But, but you know what? It, yeah. Like, I just believe in putting out positive energy and positive things into the world. Um. And if you want to feel really positive about yourself, you should pick up something from Nikki Lund's <laughs> basic line. Yes, exactly. Which is, say your website again, but it'll be in the it's notes. shop.nikkilund.com. Go to shop.nikkilund.com. And get your something, something fabulous to feel amazing in. And, and not feel guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, not feel guilty about it. And Nikki... Thank you again for you know, being so, on our this podcast. Was so this was awesome. amazing. It was Thank fun. you. And tell them how they can find and you it across was the real. board. Uh, yes, it was totally real. Tell, tell our you know tell our podcasters and our fans and listeners and your fans how they can find you. Social media is Nikki Lund style, so you can go to Instagram. You could go to. Uh, I'll have Facebook. it in the show notes. Yeah, just right? Nikki do Lund it. style. That's my business. That's um, your business one. Those are my business ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Nikki Lund style. So that'll be in the show notes. Please yeah. don't pull over. Please don't injure yourself. <laughs> and um, as we end the show, um. Stay fabulous. Yes, be fabulous. Be fabulous. Stay fabulous. Yes. I don't know. Can someone please think of a it's better be end? Be fabulous. You team. Be fabulous. I know. I know. Fabulous. Be fabulous. Be fabulous. Can someone please email things we're too lazy to blog about at gmail.com with a much better ending? Oh, I love that ending. I don't love it. See, agree to disagree. <laughs> That's my point. Uh, talk to you next week. Bye.